In the 22nd chapter of Ezekiel, the Lord spoke through the prophet, saying he sought for someone to make up the hedge and stand the gap for their countrymen. Urban Family Talk invites you to stand in the gap with us for families and for the future of our country. It's Spring share on Urban Family Talk. Partner with us now by calling 800-326-4543, option 2, and ask to give to Urban Family Talk. That's 800-326-4543, option 2, or visit urbanfamilytalk.com. Thank you for standing in the gap with us during share on Urban Family Talk. Welcome back to the program. Thank you so much for being here today. I am so happy to be live from Tupelo, um, broadcasting in the home studio. And welcome. Welcome to the program. It's share time, and we are doing an amazing work here at American Family Radio. We're funding listener-supported radio by having you with us. So... It's a monthly donation of $10 or a one-time gift of $100. You'll receive Miki Addison's Hard Truth Devotional. You can call or give online. The number to call is 800-326-4543, option two. Or you can, and when you call that, you can ask to give to Urban. Or you can donate online by going to urbanfamilytalk.com, urbanfamilytalk.com. Now, Calling the number again, 800-326-4543. It's option two. Oh, thank you. Um, we What we have going on is we're here. We're spending time. We're looking at everything that's going on. And we're connecting all of that up to what we do on a daily basis here. And I can tell you, working for American Family Radio and Urban Family Talk, it's such a pleasure. It's an honor and a privilege. But it is also one of those things that just... You you get to a place where you're literally, you can see the work that you're doing having an impact. And that is so special. That is something that everyone would want to see that. And we all, we all track our results, right? If you're at work or even at home with kids, if you're a stay-at-home mom, I know I, I did that until the kids were, well, re- just recently. I only became a, a working mom recently. And I would track the things that they were doing and how they were doing with things and in doing that, I could tell if, number one, if the parenting strategies were working, I could see God answering prayer and moving in the kids' lives. Everything can be tracked and put onto, you know, you can put it in a database, you can track it on a spreadsheet. You can also say, um, hey, uh, I, I want to chart myself. We, we all do these things. So you know what I'm talking about. You're with me here. And this is no different. When we have share and we... We, um, we, we look at how many people are giving per hour and we look at the, the totals. That tells us if we're having an impact and what we're able to kind of rely on the listeners for. But it also says to us, look, you know, keep going, steady on. You're, you're, you're in the right zone. So that's why we need your pledges during this hour. And I, I want you to partner with us and be a part of what we're doing here. It's spring share time. And for a monthly donation of $10 or a one-time gift of $100, you receive Miki Addison's Hard Truths devotional. Now I have this. I have this. I, I got it last year at the Marriage and Family Conference, and it is a fantastic book. And as you know, Miki Addison is a brilliant radio host and writer and speaker, and she is such an asset to American Family Radio, and she's a joy to have as, as someone that you can call upon um, and really to receive some of the wisdom that she shares so often, not just on the radio, but online. So I encourage you, 800-326-4543, 800-326-4543, option two. You can ask to give to Urban, or you can click on the donate button on our website, which is urbanfamilytalk.com. So... Um, what are we going to talk about this hour? I'll tell you what. First off, I want to get into one of the listener stories for what we're, what we're, this is when you guys call in and tell us how we've impacted you. And these are so encouraging. I love these. I love getting to hear you guys' voices. Um, it's really fun to talk to you during the show, but it's also fun to hear you guys when you call in because I think the call-ins are different because you're not talking to anybody. You, you get to say whatever you want to say uninterrupted. So let's listen to one of those. Urban Family Talk has been a blessing to me. One day I was, my TV was towed up and I cut my radio on and was turning from station to station. I run up on Urban Family Talk about three years ago now. 
and I've been listening to it ever since, and it's been a blessing to me, and and I just enjoy them talking about the Word of God and teaching, and, and it's just really been a blessing to me in my household. Thank you. So... Isn't that awesome? <laughs> I love those. Um, so that is that is kind of the it epitomizes what we're doing here. And so I'm I'm in you guys. There's this studio. It, it's it's actually cute. Tan walls, black. Um, what do they call these sound absorbing things? It's like fabric stretched over something, and it absorbs sound. It makes it basically makes it a studio. Oh, I'm in Studio H. So this is what I always say. Remember, guys, whenever I'm um, on and I'll say, hey, it's Chris Woodward and he's live from Studio H or, you know, I'll say that. Well, that I'm in that room. So you're probably thinking, why are you so excited about it? And also, you've never been in there before. Look, I broadcast from the suburbs of St. Louis, people. OK, that's where I broadcast from. I live there and my studio is inside our house in this little office that we have. And so... Um, not only, so I just met Devin for the first time last summer and him and his wife, Lene, we, we met and we were like laughing and stuff and talking and, and they took me out to this barbecue place. It was really fun. Um, they also drove me around like crazy, which I think exhausted them because this time I got a rental car. (laughs) So, so, um, yeah, so I met Devin for the first time last year, which is actually not my in real life meeting story record because I actually met Devin within a year of starting to work with him. Um, I have another person that I had took me years to meet that I work with every single year for years and didn't meet them until I'd known them for like seven years. So meeting Devin and Lene was, yeah, that's, that's fantastic. So anyway, I'm in studio H, which is one of the many studios here at AFR. And it is, it's, it's a a fully functional, fully operational battle station with monitors and uh, microphones, stands, chairs, the whole nine. Um, there's even a table for you to throw all your stray drinks on. Devin's using that for all his stray drinks. He's got a ton of drinks over there. I have this side of the table, which I admittedly, this side is a little on the small side, but I have a fully functioning mic with a pop screen on it. Um, it's on an arm so I can pull it and do what I need to do. There's room here for my laptop. So I'm in studio H. So now I know what it's like when Chris Woodward is in studio H. Now what I have to do, I'm going to tell you is I have to run around and meet a few people while I'm here. I'm going to be broadcasting from here just so you can orient yourself. Today, this is Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. And then I'll be flying back to St. Louis on Friday. Um, now, just to show my dedication to American Family Radio, just so people don't, don't, don't even think about saying anything. My son's birthday is Thursday. He's turning 18. And he couldn't be here because... His mom didn't check the schedule closely enough to see if they were having um, an award ceremony, which they are. And so I couldn't drag him here to hang out with me all week if he was going to have an award ceremony. And he's a senior and this is his last year of high school. This is actually his last, really his last month of high school. So we canceled him coming and he's hanging out there at home. And I'm, I've been texting back and forth with them all day. Um, so it's, it's, it's wonderful to be here. I love coming. It's, I don't get to come here often. And, you know, that's kind of it's kind of by design because I broadcast from where I live. But um, so, yeah, I'm in Studio H and we're going to just be talking and doing a lot. We're going to have a lot of really fun um, stories, listener stories from people who've been partnered with us or newly partnered with us. So I I don't know. Can we do another one of those? Listen, we're going to listen to another listener story. And while we're getting that together. I'm going to make sure that you guys have the information that you need to give. You can go to urbanfamilytalk.com and hit the donate button on our site, or you can call in to 800-326-4543, 800-326-4543. It's option two. Um, and you can ask to give to Urban at that place. So that that's what you get for, for doing that. If you do a monthly donation of $10, you or a one-time gift of $100. You receive Miki Addison's Hard Truths devotional, and uh, you can call or give online at 800-326-4543, option two, or go to urbanfamilytalk.com. So um, now you can, uh, I love these, and I haven't heard them, so we're listening to them for the first time together. It's another listener-supported story. It was a couple years ago when I think I... 
just flipping through the station. And somehow I stopped on Urban Family at the time, not knowing what it was and never heard of the station. And I was like, oh, who is this loud lady talking? Like, she is so loud. And then I was like, oh, my goodness. She's talking about me. And so then when it hit me, of course, it was Mickey. <laughs> And so I just been listening ever since then, and I just want to say thank you guys for so much. Like what I thought I knew at the time was so wrong about Christ in the church. Just want to say thank you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. God bless. So that is fantastic, and one of the uh, one of my favorite uh, listener stories. It's about Miki Addison, who is one of the co-hosts of Airing the Addisons, which is on every morning on Urban Family Talk. It's the morning show, the big, big show. And it's Miki and her husband, Will, talking about everything under the sun uh, from a biblical worldview and really putting a real face on issues, whether it has to do with marriage, children, families, um, you know, school, education, politics and the government and, and taxation, whatever you can think of, they cover it and they do so, so well. And it's really, it's a blessing for us because we have just kind of, kind of an amazing um, opportunity to speak into the lives of listeners. And so that's what we want to do every single hour, every single day here on American family radio and urban family talk. So for a monthly donation of $10, or a one-time gift of 100 you'll receive Miki Addison's Hard Truth Devotional. You can call or give online at 800-326-4543, option two, or ask to give to Urban. Um, ask to give to Urban when you call, or click the donate button on our site, which is urbanfamilytalk.com. Now, I want to get to a little bit of information. Um, we had this, it, I, I was kind of flabbergasted by this when I first listened to it, this audio of an MSNBC political analyst, and we've played audio from her before. So she's an equal opportunity offender. She'll often say things that I'm, I'm, you just kind of sit back and think, what is happening with you? What's, what's going on in your mind? Well, with her on this particular occasion, she is railing against people who, of faith who disagree with her politically, her and her political party. And she explains how she's the daughter of a preacher and then says something about Jesus that I I don't have words for. It. I want you to hear it, and then we're going to get into it. It's number one. I'm glad that he's in the race. I'm glad he's talking about faith because I was raised by two pastors. So while I'm a progressive feminist, um, I've often debated folks who are citing the Bible and, and you know shouting out Sodom and Gomorrah. That's something that they always say, and I would always push back and say, "Listen, if Jesus is so great." Why aren't you nicer? Why aren't you kinder? Why aren't you more fair and, and kind to your neighbor and to your fellow human beings? Jesus needs new PR. I mean, I always had that line when I was growing up because because honestly, I think what Mayor Pete is doing is he's demonstrating how to actually be a Christian, to embrace people, to be more compassionate. And I think that's an example that crosses partisan boundaries, actually. All right. So first of all, I love the way the Democrats will take on a moniker that makes them feel like there's someone that you just have to love. Like do you have, when you were a kid and you met your grandma for the first time, you may not even remember it cause you were a baby, but when you start to realize that your grandma was your mom or your dad's mom and you realize what that meant to you, you just kind of realize it's like a thing that gets switched on in you. When you realize who your grandma is, you know, you have to love your grandma and it makes you love them even more because you realize they're the mom of your own mom or the mom of your dad. It's just like it's a natural function. The Democrats use that same kind of it's like a feeling. Um, I I it's pretty it's pretty unbelievable. But they had Bernie Sanders. He's they had the Bernie bros. And it it's kind of like this thing that they do with their candidates that makes you feel like you have to love them. Same thing with um with this Mayor Pete, Pete Buttigieg, um, he, they call him Mayor Pete. It makes you feel like you have to like him because he's Mayor Pete. And what ends up happening is you just, you go into to listening to what he's saying with this predis predisposition towards liking him. What she just said there is that you have to like the things that he says because he's nice and he's being a nicer Christian than other people of faith. Does that sound biblical to you? Not even close. It's Sherathon. Go to urbanfamilytalk.com and 
place your donation there. We'll be right back with more. This week during our uh, family worship time together, uh, when we turned to the scripture, I was sharing with my family and we were discussing the scripture that says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. And I was explaining the whole caterpillar to cocoon to butterfly process. My son said, he's six years old, daddy, daddy, I get it. it it's it's weird. We're like the caterpillars. God provides the cocoon. And God's desire all along is even though we're in caterpillar form, is for us to become butterflies. And then look what he said. But you know when we get into trouble, Daddy? When we try to move from caterpillar to butterfly and we skip over God. And when you try to skip over God, you think you have your wings, but you fall flat. Tune in to the Hamilton Quarter, weekdays at 5 p.m. Central on Urban Family Talk. And I had to tell you, I had to fight back tears in the moment because say, oh, Lord, he, he's getting this. This is Viewpoints with Kirby Anderson. Last year, I wrote about how the state of Connecticut's vote brought the nation one step closer to dismantling the Electoral College. More than a decade ago, states started passing the National Popular Vote Compact. Each state agrees to ignore the votes of its citizens and cast their electoral votes for the winner of the popular vote. The compact only goes into effect when enough states holding 270 electoral votes approve the plan. This attempt to dismantle the Electoral College is a bad idea. Just look at a few of the maps that have been created to illustrate the impact big states and big cities would have on the outcome. The framers from small states feared that they would always be outvoted by the large states. Apparently, the national popular vote initiatives aren't moving fast enough, so various leftists are making historically dishonest claims. One CNN segment, for example, suggested that James Madison called the Electoral College evil. One op-ed suggests that the Electoral College was implemented to benefit slavery, particularly the state of Virginia and its slaveholders. And a professor interviewed on PBS even recited his arguments for the pro-slavery origins of the Electoral College. Jared Stepman cited Alan Guzzo, who points out that the only mention of slavery even related to the Electoral College debate at the Constitutional Convention is an obscure and unclear quote from Madison. Historian Sam Willits reminds us that the one president most helped by a lack of national popular vote was John Quincy Adams, who was anti-slavery and from a free state. He even states that there may be good reasons to get rid of the Electoral College, but adds that the myth that the Electoral College began as a slaveholder's instrument needs debunking. Let's have a debate about the Electoral College, and let's set aside historically dishonest arguments about it. I'm Kirby Anderson, and that's my point of view. For a free copy of Kirby's booklet, A Biblical View on Socialism, go to viewpoints.info slash socialism. That's viewpoints.info slash socialism. Hi, I'm Crawford Loritz with a Legacy Moment. Some years ago, I was with a group of people in a question and answer session with the late Dr. Bill Bright, founder and chairman of Campus Crusade for Christ, now known as Crew. Someone asked Dr. Bright, how do you handle the enormous pressures and challenges associated with your position? I'll never forget his answer. He graciously said, yes, there is a lot on my plate, but I'm also aware that God has placed me in this position and he has given me the grace to face my responsibilities with joy and peace. I think every leader needs to embrace that perspective. Leadership is both a gift and a calling. But recently, leadership has fallen on hard times. Accountability is important, but we've become a culture of self-proclaimed experts. And in the name of holding our leaders accountable, we sometimes handcuff and so reduce the place of leadership that it becomes ineffective, and we become disrespectful of leaders in our society. Do you remember the story of Aaron and Miriam's grumbling against Moses in Numbers chapter 12? This is the time when Moses' leadership was being tested and threatened. Listen to these words. Then Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses, and they said, Has the Lord indeed spoken only through Moses? Has he not spoken through us as well? And the Lord heard it. Now, I don't have time to read it all here, but God dealt swiftly and firmly with Miriam and Aaron. We need to remember, we're not all in the same place as the leader. God doesn't disclose to us everything he chooses to show the leader. And here's what I want you to remember today. To usurp a leader's calling is to violate God's order. God wants us to love, respect, and follow our leaders, not to compete with them or criticize them. Give them the gift 
of loyalty. Join Crawford Loritz tomorrow for another Legacy Moment. Urban Family Talk, standing for America's future. Stand with us by calling 800-326-4543, option two, and make your donation. Or visit urbanfamilytalk.com. It's Spring share on Urban Family Talk. Hey, welcome back to the program. Stacey Washington, host of Stacey on the Ride here on Urban Family Talk and American Family Radio. I'm live from Studio H here in Tupelo, Mississippi, down at the Home Syndicator. I'm right in the building, just adjacent to where I am, our, our stable of wonderful volunteers who are just waiting to take your call with your donations. And so let me give you that number. It's 800-326-4543, option two. 800-326-4543, option two. And um, I'm, I'm really, what I'm wanting to do is I'm wanting to make sure that you have the opportunity to give during this time and partner with us and you can get a one-time gift of $100. For, for your one-time gift of $100, you receive Miki Addison's Hard Truth Devotional. Or for your monthly donation of $10, you get the Hard Truth Devotional. So that that is fantastic. $10, think of that. That's a couple of cups of fancy coffee. Um, even if you're a Dunkin' Donuts person, which you got to admit, Dunkin' Donuts coffee is pretty awesome. Um, it's just a couple of those cups a month. It's something anybody can take care of. It's something anybody can kind of say, okay, I'll commit to that. Um, so thank you for being one of those people. Thank you for doing that. Um, so now I want to kind of get into one more listener story. I love these. It's I think it's such a blessing that people actually take the time to call in. And I want you to think about when you're listening um, th- to what they're saying If you're in that same boat, then that's kind of a little tag for you to call our number 800-326-4543, option two, ask to give to Urban, and we would love you for that. Let's just take a listen. Just want to say that God blessed me over four years ago by leading me to this ministry of Urban Family Talk, and I have been affirmed and convicted and enlightened and prayed for by people in this ministry and associated to this ministry. It has become part of my necessary daily food. So in a nutshell, Urban Family Talk and the Addisons are airing the word for an awakening to chase lions because we are equipped after an hour of intercession with Stacy on our right on Hamilton's Corner. God bless you. So that was pretty awesome. Um, and, I, and he named off some of our favorites here, which when I say that, I have to be careful because I don't want anybody to think that they're on here airing programming. And I'm like, that's not my favorite. That's not it at all. I really enjoy it. If, uh, what I found is no matter what part of the day I'm in, if I'm like, oh, I need to catch up on some some good radio listening or if I need to unplug, I'll just tune into my AFR station channel right on TuneIn Radio um, it's the TuneIn app is on your phone and you can get any station with it. And I have in my favorites, right in my most recents, I have AFR and Urban. So I'll just click on it and I'll tune in. And sometimes I'll hear Lonnie Poindexter. I'll hear, I mean, I'm, I'm just sitting there like, wow, um, this is pretty fantastic. Like, this is pretty awesome. So when you're doing that, you're plugging into us and we appreciate it. And we love you for doing that. Um, so I wanted to go over a couple different things. First off, if you've been to Facebook, you've seen that I posted my latest op-ed over at theepochtimes.com. And it's about unions versus stop and shop. And stop and shop, if you are not in the Northeast, you're probably thinking, oh, that sounds familiar. Not shop and save, but stop and shop. Stop and shops are grocery stores that are located in Rhode Island, Connecticut, and Massachusetts. And the employees there walked off the job on April 11th because they wanted better pay and contract conditions. And so the Stop and Shop CEO has actually offered them some amazing concessions across the board pay increases for all 31,000 employees, continuance of their time and a half premiums for Sundays um, for all current and future full time employees and an extension of their 100 percent company funded pension plan. And that's a pretty good offer. Also. He's increasing the company's pension plan contribution by 20% for current workers employed for at least five years. And last but not least, he's making this play to keep thousands of people gainfully employed by offering them um, the addition of their, their insurance coverage. They get to continue it 
no employee or spouse will lose access to health insurance coverage or be forced to change health insurance providers. So those are the things that the owner is offering. Now, they're actually wanting something more than that. And Mark McGowan is the president of, of uh, Stop and Shop. And it's just interesting that all of this is being driven by their union. Now, their union wants more than that. But there's a lot of other players. So if you go over to Epoch Times or to my Facebook page, Stacey on the Right, you'll see um, I, I put these things, I put, I put this story together because to me it just seems like a lot of times I hear liberals talking about food deserts. Oh, there's a food desert. You know, there's places where low-income people can't buy groceries and it's all because big corporations don't care about poor people. Is it? Or is it because unions don't want non-union shops pushing into their territories? They have these kind of territories where a union-controlled grocery store doesn't want a Walmart or a Whole Foods to open up. So they'll do everything they can through the city council to stop them. And then what you end up with is there's only one grocery store there, namely a, a, a stop and shop. Now what's going to happen if the owner can't increase the ante enough to give the unions what they want and they decide, you know what, we're going to stay off the job, and his company goes out of business, then where are all of these people going to work? 31,000 people and their families. Imagine the toll there. But more than that, the people who shop there, who rely on the stop and shop for their groceries, these are people who are maybe not so in tune with Amazon. They're not doing pantry delivery. Um, what are they going to do? What exactly are they going to do? So my my point to all of this is, you know, I, what I want anyone who's thinking about labor unions and all of that, because I'm not against all labor unions. <laughs> Obviously, I'm, I'm not totally against labor unions. But I do think when they get to the place where they're pushing beyond what a company can do, then they're ending up hurting the workers. And the workers are not the only ones who are hurt. The unintended consequences, the kind of the peripheral damage is other people nearby, namely shoppers, won't have anywhere to buy their groceries in some of these areas where stop and shop is the last man standing. So it's a, it's a, you know, if I do say so myself, it's a pretty good piece. Um, so take, take a look at it on the Facebook page or at epochtimes.com. Um, so what are we doing? Like, why am I here? You might be thinking, what's she doing there? I'm here because I'm a part of American family radio and urban family talk. And it's share spring share and it's Stand in the Gap Week here at, at uh, Urban. And so for a monthly donation of $10 or a one-time gift of $100, you'll receive Miki Addison's Hard Truth Devotional. You can call or give online. Call this number, 800-326-4543, 800-326-4543, option two, ask to give to Urban, or click on the donate button on our site. The donate button can be found at urbanfamilytalk.com. The number again is 800-326-4543, option two. Now, I have in the past, you know, been giving out Stacy on the Right Show mugs. But I have to say, they're so hard to come by. And that's me. They're my mugs. But I don't actually, like, pour those out and roll out, you know, like, what what is it called? What are they made out of? Porcelain, ceramic? I don't actually, like, make those myself. I actually have to order them from someone else. And the one, so you you guys know me, I'm on the fancy side, I admit it. And I don't like the regular mug. I don't like the regular single color mug, okay? There, I said it. So I like the two color mug. Well, in order to get that two color mug that looks like the one you guys have all seen, because there's literally only four of those left in existence. There's four mugs left. <laughs> two of them sit on the little shelf. Like when you guys notice I changed up the shelf, two of them are there. One is the mug I drink out of. And then that one other mug is in a box in my office. And I keep thinking, I should sell this. And I'm like, no, it's just then I'd only have three. So I need to order some more. And, and I just, what I need to do is I need to find someone to make me the two color mug. It's three colors if you clout the black, but the two-color, two-tone mug, right on the inside, white on the outside with a two-tone handle. I need to find someone to make me that where I can cut a deal with them and say, as long as you make me this mug, I'll only buy them from you and we'll only place orders through you and, and do it like that. But I've not yet found that person, that business. I've not yet found them. And so, anyway, I'm saying that because I know people are thinking, it's Sherathon. I want to get a mug for my gift. I know. I want you to. 
I don't have any more mugs. So um, right now, I want to give you the information. And, and looks like we're doing pretty good here with, with donations coming in. Let's finish strong. Please stick with us. Um, the number you can call is 800-326-4543. 800-326-4543, option two. Ask to give to Urban. You get the fantastic Hard Truths devotional from Miki, which it's a great book. I have it. I would not say it was good if it wasn't. Because um, you, you guys know how I like to interview people here on the show, especially those who've written books. So if your book's garbage, you're not coming on the show. And if your book's no good, I'm not going to talk about it and say it's good if it's no good. I'm just not going to do that. So um, I want to listen to another encouraging share listener testimonial. And so while we're working on that, because I'm, I'm always so excited about that, I also want to preview for you just a little bit. And I, I, you know what I'm going to do when we're done with that listener testimonial, I'm going to circle back around to her, uh, the political analyst who talked about if Jesus is so great, why aren't you nicer? Because we didn't really get to finish that completely. So why don't we go into this listener? Um, it's a testimonial for us, encourages us, and then we'll circle back around. I'm a deacon, executive board member of my church, and a consistent listener to Urban Family Talk, uh, Hamilton in the Corner, Lion Chasers. Uh, Aaron Addison, uh, and Chris Brooks, and so I really enjoy it. And uh, just like to let you know that uh, you all are a very unique bright light in this dark world. God bless you. Keep up the good work. So that's fantastic. If you want to join in with him and partner with us, the number is 800-326-4543, option two. option two. So the analyst, the political analyst who was talking about if if Jesus is so great, why aren't you nicer? So here's, here's the problem with that. Do you guys remember the story in the Bible where Jesus shows up at the temple and the money changers are there and it's not, they're not, they're not exchanging money the way they, they should in the traditional fashion. They're, they're doing some underhanded dirty dealing right in God's house. They're literally, they're not even, they're not even, circumspect enough to go outside the temple and do the dirty dealings within eyeball shot of the, 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 the temple. They're inside changing money and doing wrong deeds. Jesus comes in and he doesn't come in and say in a librarian voice or a professor voice, this doesn't look right. Or don't you think you could do better? Or you'll be better tomorrow. Something complacent. No, he comes in with a, a whip, starts cracking the whip, flips the tables over, sends their wares scattering, and throws them out of the temple. Now, this is not an excuse for Christians to run around whip-cracking or beating people or losing our tempers, but it, it is an example of righteous indignation on the part of our Lord and Savior. And when we see that example in the Bible, it's not meant to encourage us to lose our temper, but it is meant to kind of place what they were doing in the hierarchy of what God really gets furious about. And this is one of those things. When someone takes something that is good and holy and true, the word of God, Christianity, the faith, and uses it for their political aims, that's where you see the whip cracking is totally appropriate. And the voice you heard in the last segment was Zerlina Maxwell. She's a frequent guest on MSNBC. She usually remotes in from the New York studio And she said, quote, listen, if Jesus is so great, why aren't you nicer? Now, you might say to yourself, well, I mean, there's actually some truth to that. When Jesus Christ lives in us and we are walking with him, we are nicer. Okay, but being nicer doesn't mean tolerating sin. Now, Mayor Pete is an openly gay man living with another man. I think they even say that they're married to each other. And he advocates for people to accept that. That is unbiblical. So there is no way for you to take God's word and apply it to Mayor Pete's situation and get a place where God's like, you know what, Mayor Pete, go ahead, live with that man, be married to him, you know, do whatever you think you're going to do because it's it's good, it's good. No, there's no way that's going to happen. God doesn't go against his own word. He's not a man. He doesn't lie. He it is impossible for him to lie. He cannot tolerate sin. He's holy, blameless, untouchable, inapproachable. 
magnificent, glorious, beautiful, and he's not someone you can twist and work around to fit your own needs. Hey, I I don't I didn't write the Bible. I'm just telling y'all, okay? So, call this number 800-326-4543, option 2. We'll be right back with more. Can solid teamwork building principles apply to all of life? Here's Tony Dungy, author of The Soul of a Team, with today's Uncommon Moment. Do you still wonder whether unity can really strengthen your team? Let me illustrate the principle by sharing one of my proudest moments. Oddly enough, it came at my dad's funeral when I learned during one of the eulogies that Wilbur Dungy had been a member of the Tuskegee Airmen. This program, launched by the Army Air Corps in 1941, was the first to train African-Americans to serve as officers and pilots. More than 1,000 Tuskegee Airmen completed the rigorous training program and flew more than 15,000 missions in Europe and North Africa during World War II. Their successes were key to ending segregation of America's armed services in 1948. Unity amid diversity. Tony Dungy, best-selling author of The Soul of a Team, from Tyndale House. More at CoachDungy.com. This is Dan Celia from Financial Issues. You know, we look at the volatility in the markets right now, or the lack of anything in the markets, and this is a great time to take a pause, rethink all of our portfolio, look at our asset allocation model. Are we following the asset allocation model as it should be? Are we overweighted one place or another? You know, I've been an advocate for biblically responsible investing for many, many years. I've been an advocate for charitable gift annuity because I'm an advocate for permanent income. Call the AFA Foundation and start talking about it. A knowledgeable AFA Foundation representative will gladly explain the nuances of charitable gift annuities and answer your questions. Find out about charitable gift annuities when you call 800-326-4543, extension 345. 800-326-4543, extension 345. Or by visiting afafoundation.net. This week during our uh, family worship time together, uh, when we turned to the scripture, I was sharing with my family and we were discussing the scripture that says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. And I was explaining the whole caterpillar to cocoon to butterfly process. My son said, he's six years old, daddy, daddy, I get it. it it's it's weird. We're like the caterpillars. God provides the cocoon. And God's desire all along is even though we're in caterpillar form, is for us to become butterflies. And then look what he said. But you know when we get into trouble, Daddy? When we try to move from caterpillar to butterfly and we skip over God. And when you try to skip over God, you think you have your wings, but you fall flat. Tune in to the Hamilton Quarter, weekdays at 5 p.m. Central on Urban Family Talk. And I had to tell you, I had to fight back tears in the moment because say, oh, Lord, he, he's getting this. Urban Family Talk, standing in the gap. Stand with us by calling 800-326-4543, option two, and make your donation. Or visit urbanfamilytalk.com. It's Spring share on Urban Family Talk. Welcome. Welcome back to the program. Stacey Washington here on... Uh, I'm on the radio in Studio H. It's pretty awesome. We've been talking about a couple of news items. I want to make sure that you guys have the information. First of all, what am I doing here this week? I'm hanging out at Sherathon. And I've got this fantastic promo that we're doing. It's Miki Addison's Hard Truths Devotional. One-time gift of $100. You'll receive that or a monthly donation of $10. You get the devotional. You can call. 800-326-4543, option 2, 800-326-4543, option 2, or give online, give online at urbanfamilytalk.com. We'd love to have you do that. Um, So that's what I've traveled down here for. And it's so much like, it's so awesome to get to be here, really. Usually what ends up happening is we will, um, we will have this amazing, fun kind of, environment but I'm 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 at home <laughs> so I get it's so let, let me just say okay it's hard to catch the fire and you guys have heard me do share from home so you know I I think I do a pretty decent job it seems like it's okay 
but it's kind of a little harder to catch the fire because all of the fun is happening in this building. The volunteers are in a big, huge room and all of the different um, like logo banners are up at all around the room and they're all sitting in there. And a lot of them, I'm not going to lie. They got their American flag hats on their T-shirts. Some of them have on their AFR T-shirts. Some of them have on the classic urban family T-shirt. They're into this place and they're hanging out in there. And so lunch is served here. And then there's coffee and water and sodas that are available all the whole day. I'm now swigging on a refreshed cup of coffee because y'all know me. I'm I'm basically like my veins have coffee running through them. It's crazy. Um, and so there's all that. And then there's everybody running around. I saw Walker Wildman. Uh, I've seen just so many people. And that's for me being here this afternoon. If I were here in the morning, I would have seen others even so. Um, and the other thing. So I'm used to being in now. I am now used to being in my studio at home by myself. And I can't see Devin when I'm doing that. Well, here we are. Now we're in the same studio. If he wanted to, he could actually talk. I mean, it doesn't look like he's going to because I don't see a microphone near his head. But yeah, here's one right here. There's one. I don't know if that's hooked up, but there's one there. But the point is, I'm not used to having anybody in the room when I do the show. <laughs> I'm used to being in there by myself. So this is super fun. I, I'm I'm enjoying it immensely. It's, it's good. Um, so... What we want to do now is let's unpack a little bit. Um, we did that story with Zerlina Maxwell. Ugh, interesting that she thinks because her parents were both pastors and she's a f progressive feminist that she has the ability to castigate other Christians. I think that's just crazy. Um, so I want to listen to a little bit of audio from President Trump. Now, one of the reporters actually asked him how he was doing, because I, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but. Even after the Miller report has exonerated President Trump, there's this big thing out there where everyone's calling for him to be impeached. Now, I don't know if they're actually admitting that he should be impeached just because they don't like him. But now the big mantra is impeach him, even though he hasn't done anything. This is just crazy. So President Trump said he's uh, hey, he has a good day. It's called no collusion, no obstruction. It's number two. And they're having a good day. I'm having a good day, too. It was called No Collusion, No Obstruction. There never was, by the way, and there never will be. And we do have to get to the bottom of these things, I will say. And uh, this should never happen. I say this in front of my friends. Wounded warriors, and I just call them warriors because we just shook hands and they look great. They look so good and so beautiful. But I say it in front of my friends, this should never happen to another president again. This hoax, this should never happen to another president again. Thank you. So I, I think you can hear a lot of relief in his voice. I think it's really unfair that people seem to be unable to kind of put their, themselves in his shoes and say, um, what would it be like for you to win an election? You come in, you get started, you want to hit the ground running. You, you're, you're basically saying, look, this is my agenda and I get a chance to implement it. And you know, it's not going to be a cakewalk. It's not going to be easy for you. You're not going to have just like, oh, let me just, you know, let me just stroll on in here and tell Congress they're going to do this. And look how it was for President Obama. You have to admit that the Republicans standing in unison against him were a defining factor of his presidency. And I think it's no different for Donald Trump. The Democrats are standing in unison against him, but they're aggressively opposing him and they're using arms of the government to do it. They're using governmental agencies to do it. So this is really fascinating to see. Um, and, and, and if you don't like the president, you might think good. It's what he deserves. And, and, you know, I can't I can't disagree with your sentiment there because I didn't want the Republicans to cooperate with Obama. So I get it. But it's one thing to not cooperate with him. It's another thing to launch an investigation into him as a candidate and continue that through the first two years of his presidency to try to impeach him on nothing. So there there is a bit of a difference there. I think people could agree. Uh, so I now want to pivot over to the probably the biggest story of the past seven days, in my opinion, and it's the 207 people. And I, I'm not even sure if that number is accurate anymore. Um, I'll double check on that while we're listening to this. Just a short audio clip. Uh, 207 Christians 
killed in multiple blasts that targeted churches and hotels in Sri Lanka. And this was on Easter Sunday. And so I don't know about you, but we were in church. And then afterwards, we went to the IHOP with our college daughter and one of her friends and and her family. It was our first time meeting them. And we sat there and we ate. And I just can't imagine sitting in the IHOP or sitting in church before that and having explosions going off. It's unthinkable, yet that's exactly what happened. It's number four. They were in church on Easter Sunday when the bombs went off in Sri Lanka. There were eight explosions. It was a coordinated attack, according to authorities. Three churches and three luxury hotels were targeted. Most of the attacks were in the capital of Colombo. According to officials, more than 207 people have been killed, including several Americans. So... I'm not sure what's more disgusting about this. I have to say the actual act of terror itself is the most disgusting part. But right up there near the top is the characterization. They must have all been on the same email list. Democrat after Democrat, from governors, former President Obama, all these people came out and said Easter worshipers were killed in bombing attacks. First of all, it was terrorism. Second of all, it was, and I'm not kidding you, it was absolutely It was targeting Christianity, not Easter worshipers. I don't know about you. I've been a Christian since I can remember. I've never worshipped Easter. I have been to church worship services on Easter Sunday, which we like to refer to as Resurrection Sunday, by the way, because I think sometimes the Easter has such a strong connotation of Easter egg hunts, Easter bunnies, Easter candy, Easter brunches. Nothing wrong with any of that stuff. But we are actually celebrating the biggest event in the history of mankind, the resurrection of Jesus Christ and his ascension and the sin debt that was paid on the cross for us. We can't minimize that by using a term that is more closely associated with. They they did a survey. They checked with middle school age kids. They asked them, what does Easter mean? Top answer had something to do with bunnies and eggs. Even the Christian kids, ones who at the end of the survey where it said, are you a Christian or do you practice Christianity? The ones who said yes, they still placed Easter eggs and bunnies up near the top. When asked further, they did say, um, you know, Jesus died on the cross. We believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross and he, he saved us from our sins. So they're aware, but what has popular culture and the advertising arms on Madison Avenue, what have they given us? Well, they have given us this distorted view of what we're celebrating. And so I, I, I'm right there with you. I love a good quiche or um, egg pie on Easter Sunday. I love it when a friend says, come over, we're having sunrise service after sunrise service. We're eating at our house. You know, let's sit together. I love that. I love fellowshipping and spending time with people. I love deviled eggs and, um, you know, chess pie. I love quiche. I love all that stuff. But it doesn't even compare to what we're actually singing about and weeping about on Easter Sunday. And it is so emotional. I mean, I've just seen such fantastic displays of emotion over Easter Sunday. And I think no offense to anyone who's younger, you know, just getting started. Y'all are, you know, God bless you. I've been there, done that. I, I loved it when I was in my 20s and 30s. Those were such fun times. But I think the older you get, the more broken you feel on Easter Sunday when you reconsider what God has done for us in giving up his son so that we could be right with him. When you just consider it, when you just consider the cross, when you think of all that was given for us, all of the sin debt that was paid, and when you think of how wretched we are, we never, we would, we would never be able to earn it or come close to deserving it. Yet that was given to us, and so that's what makes these attacks on Easter so terrible. Um, Christians martyred, celebrating the sacrifice that Jesus Christ made for us. And so I, I thought when I first heard about the the attacks. I thought to myself, this is retaliation for the guy in Finland who shot up that mosque. But I didn't see any stories saying that. 
Um, I didn't see anyone mentioning that. And you know how it is with some things, you know, I will get right out there. I'll, I'll admit it to you right now. You know, there's, there's no shame in my game. I'll get out there ahead of a story on Twitter and I'll tweet about it. And if I'm wrong, I'll say, oh, well, I got that wrong. Or, you know, I'll go back through and clean my tweets up, respond to them, whatever, delete them, whatever. Um, for political stories, that's what Twitter is. It's people talking and speculating about a story. But on this one, I didn't want to tweet out that it was retaliation. I didn't know. And because we still didn't know how many people were killed and what was exactly like motivating it. And, and it was just such the, the information was just pouring in. But now that a couple of days have gone by, we've seen they're admitting they are admitting that this comes from um, ISIS has taken credit for it. ISIS is saying that this this is, you know, their thing. That's what's, what's happened. And so all that can be done at this point is to pray for the families of the victim um, to to really we don't we don't have much more that we can do besides that um, and to encourage people to tell the truth. Barack Obama and the others who said Easter worshipers were attacked, they're practicing uh, a form of propaganda that it, basically you're changing the words and their meanings. And it's supposed to make things less terrible for the practitioners of Islam. If you got half a brain, if you're, half of your synapses are working, if even a quarter of them are working, you know it was terrorism and it was done to attack Christians and it's, it's not the first time and it's certainly not going to be the last. And for people who want to give them a pass, we have to stand up and say, nope, no pass. They weren't Easter worshipers. They were Christians. And the people who blew them up weren't some random dudes. They were terrorists practicing Islam. And that is the same old story, different day. Same story, different day. All right. So we are getting close to the end of the hour. And I want to make sure that you have an opportunity. I want to listen to one more listener uh, story. And then I also want to give you the, the number and the website again. It's urbanfamilytalk.com, urbanfamilytalk.com. And the number is 800-326-4543, 800-326-4543, option two. You can call or give online. It's 800-326-4543, option two. Let's listen to this last listener story for this hour. I'm a deacon, executive board member of my church and a consistent listener to Urban Family Talk, uh, Hamilton Corner, Lion Chasers, uh, Aaron Addison, uh, and Chris Brooks. So I really enjoy it. And uh, just like to let you know that uh, you all are a very unique bright light in this dark world. God bless you. Keep up the good work. Wow, that's really encouraging. And so that is just one of our many, many listeners here at Urban who really appreciate what uh, Will Addison has been able to put together here at Urban Family Talk, which is a division of American Family Association and American Family Radio. It's one of the ministries, many ministries here, many outreach uh, arms underneath the family umbrella, the family of uh, American Family Association, of which we are also blessed to be a part it has been a pleasure to be with you live from Studio H in Tupelo, Mississippi. Um, I'm going to head out to my little rental car and find myself some dinner. And yeah, I'm just doing whatever I want. I'm here by myself, guys. <laughs> All right. We'll be back with more tomorrow. God bless you from Mississippi. And uh, thanks for making your home at Urban Family Talk and American Family Radio.